Welcome to the Maritime Executives podcast series, In the Know. I'm Tony Munoz, Editor-in-Chief. Our Executive Corner podcast will provide conversations with top executives concerning events and issues that are shaping our industry today. We will also bring you up to speed with the latest news and editorials covered by the Maritime Executive. I'm Wendy Lawson, and today we have a special guest from Singapore, the heart of Asia's shipping industry. We're going to discuss the jump in requests for vessel layup as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, what options ship owners have, and how to make the right choices given the uncertainty about market disruptions. With me today is Carl Scow, CEO of Willemsen Ship Management, one of the largest third-party ship management companies in the world, with over a decade of layup experience involving hundreds of ships. Welcome, Carl. Thank you, Wendy. Early on in the pandemic, China was confident of a second quarter rebound in trade. But disruptions are continuing, longer perhaps than some thought. What is the mood amongst ship owners at the moment? Well, I think uh, most of the ship owners today are very cautious about the future and and, uh, how the rebound, if there is any rebound, will be. If it will be a V-shaped, U-shaped or L-shaped rebound. But uh, having said that, what the statistics show now is that China or Chinese ports are actually uh, have actually had a higher number of port calls in March of this year compared to March last year, which shows that uh, activities are picking up in China. <clears throat> and on the other side of the scale, we have Europe and U.S., where of course uh, port calls are down. So a little bit depending on uh, how long this takes before the virus or the COVID-19 situation improves, I think we will start seeing uh, a rebound and we will uh, start seeing a more positive sentiment amongst ship uh, owners. Okay. What do you mean by a U or an L rebound? Uh, V is, of course, uh, straight down and straight up again, back to normal, U. Uh, we're thinking more uh, it will take a slightly longer time before we see a rebound. And the L shape is something we really don't want to see. That's uh, the steep fall and then uh, plateauing out at the bottom and then continuing uh, at a reduced rate. As a ship manager, we certainly are hoping for a, a V-shaped recovery. In other words, that things pick up again and, and come back to the norm as fast as possible. Okay. As a ship management is your core business activity and you have strong connections in a range of sectors, thinking globally now, what vessel types are the most likely to be laid up during the pandemic? There isn't really any clear answer to this because uh, during the past decade, uh, when we've been in this uh, business of layup, we've seen several uh, crises hitting the industry and then this has affected the different segments differently. So uh, what I can say is in general we are getting requests for for uh, layup over most of the segments now. Okay. What about cruise ships? They've been in the headlines right from the start really. Uh, cruise ships, they have been in the headlines for sure, not, not only for the good reasons. Uh, what um, the majority of the cruise ships, they are US uh, Caribbean based. So what we are seeing is that most of them are uh, finding solutions in in uh, US or Caribbean. 
ha we have a few out there in the Far East, and uh, I'm sure they will be looking for uh, for a, a solution out there as well. Okay. Are younger vessels hitting the layup market? Uh, if we compare uh, from, let's say, some years back when we had the financial crisis, we see that the average age of vessels was uh, much higher or older back then than uh, what we are seeing today. Yeah. The offshore market started well this year for offshore support vessels in particular with high utilisation rates. Have they been particularly hard hit? Uh, the offshore segment, they've, uh, what shall we say, they've had a double whammy. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> the COVID-19 situation, of course. And secondly, uh, unfortunately, the drop in the oil prices. So, so they've kind of received or been hit by both ends of the stick. So, so they are uh, hurting, yeah. Mm. So what problems does layup solve for ship owners? Well, <clears throat> laying up your ship will give you a temporarily a temporary relief on the financial side uh if if uh, the conditions are let's say negative that it is one way of uh, just putting your vessel out of taking your vessel out of activity and just waiting for times to improve again so it's pretty much a financial decision and calculation if it's better to put a ship in layup or continue trading what are the different types of layup that are available? Uh, we have two main different types. Uh, one is what we call hot, hot layup or warm layup, and the other is cold layup. And uh, for the hot or warm layup, that's when the vessel is, uh, what should I say, parked and then uh, maintains the minimum number of crew on board. And then you also uh, have the vessel uh, within the class and statutory requirements, so no change there. And the machinery is kept at uh, operational, but at, at the minimum cost. And this allows for a much faster recommissioning time when times improve again. On the cold layup side, that's pretty much uh, parking your vessel, if I can use those words. It's a total shutdown. You, we take all the crew off. Um, and then moving ahead, we have some watchmen on board 24-7. Uh, the vessel is cold. In other words, uh, no machinery, no systems. Basically, nothing is working on board. The only things we have uh, on board then are dehumidifiers, cathodic protection, and preservation of seawater lines, sea chests. So, so this is just uh, precautionary measures. And uh, this entitles also that there will be a longer recommissioning time when, when uh, that time comes. Okay. And what sort of time does it take from either cold or hot layup to reactivate the ship? Uh, firstly, I'll say hot layup or warm layup. Uh, if, if you're looking at putting your ship into layup for a period of up to three months, I would say or definitely recommend uh, warm layup, hot layup. And then it's pretty much, let's say, getting the crew and the stores and just the final preparation. So maybe a week, one one week plus, the ship is ready. And from cold layup, we are looking at around, uh, I'd say, four to six weeks uh, from from the decision has been made until the ship is ready. Okay, that's quite a significant difference then. We've had calls from the likes of the ILO and the IMO to name a few, for ports to remain open and for trade to continue. When realistically 
do you anticipate that owners might reactivate their ships? Uh, I think uh, from our side we see that that the restrictions in the ports uh, is, is um, uh, or rather the bottleneck is that uh, many ports or most ports don't allow crew changes. So uh, even if the ships are able to trade, there is no possibility to uh, change crew anywhere. And uh, the reason for ships going into layup, I would say, are more the commercial uh, terms and the commercial side of the industry. So uh, as soon as the markets pick up, the trade between the east, east and west picks up, uh, then I think we will see ships uh, going out to layup again. And as you know, uh, we are seeing countries in Europe already now, Germany, Spain, Denmark, uh, opening up. Um, we are uh, seeing that the U.S., they are already suggesting that they will be opening up within uh, four weeks. So, so I think uh, on the positive note, I think trade will start picking up again within the next uh, couple of months. Okay. Is Given that the ports are closed, is it hard for you to put a vessel into layup? Uh, we have dedicated layup uh, sites. So, so these are not, there are no restrictions as such. Uh, when it comes comes to closure of the port, uh, the only restrictions we have in these dedicated layup sites, which we control, is uh, the change of crew at the moment. Okay, and what what anchorages are available, and what amenities do they offer? Uh, we have uh, our, our largest, the most dedicated site is in uh, Labuan. That's uh, that's uh, Brunei Bay. Uh, there we have uh, our largest capacity. And then we have some smaller sites in Scandinavia, uh, in in Norway, to be more exact. And we are also looking at a number of other locations now for uh, specific clients who have uh, their vessels in other positions. But when um, when uh, putting a vessel into layout, there there are of course some uh, requirements which owners should be aware of, at least uh, if they are thinking of a longer period. Uh, first of all, that there is a port uh, or there is some kind of infrastructure in that area. Uh, there are a number of services which are provided to vessels in layup, so you, so you need uh, infrastructure there to support this, uh, especially tugs. Uh, and this is a precautionary measure in case the vessels start to drift or for some other reason uh, need to be moved. Uh, also, of course, there's a good holding ground for anchors. Uh, not too deep, not too shallow, uh, not not too much current, uh, and these kind of um, uh, things. Especially out there in Asia, it, uh, the area has to be secure for typhoons and uh, bad weather. Okay. And what about security concerns? Uh, we have watchmen uh, in these locations. So, so uh, as of today, during the last 10 Plus years we've been operating, we've not had any problems with piracy or theft or, or any unauthorized people on board the vessels or this type of thing. Okay, that's great. With the pandemic, there's been a lot of health and safety concerns for seafarers and anyone going on to boats and ships. Are there special needs that you you or precaution? Are there special precautions that you're taking now as a result of the pandemic? With relation to the skeleton crews and layup service staff, 
for the layup uh, for the layup uh, server stock which we employ of course uh, we are doing the required uh, and, and additional to the required testing of the people uh, to ensure that uh, nobody is infected with the covid-19 uh, and of course uh, the ships coming in uh, to layup uh, they also are required to show through temperature measuring and uh, and uh, uh, what they've done on board, that the crew are fit for fight, if I can use that word. Uh, we also see that some of the ports now, um, or the authorities rather, not the port, the authorities, they uh, will not allow cold layup as of yet. They are saying that uh, we can take ships into warm layup and then transfer these into cold layup when movement restrictions are uh, eased up in the respective ports. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Why why wouldn't they allow cold layup initially? Uh, when we do cold layup, then we have to uh, take all the crew off the ship. So then you're talking about the number of the crew which need to be signed off and then taken to the closest airport. And they might have to stay overnight uh, in hotels, sure. So the authorities, uh, typical, typically like in Malaysia, there's a total movement uh, control order, so nobody's allowed to move around in the country. So there are a number of uh, places now which, which are very strict on the movement of people and do not allow crew change. There's been a lot of information and misinformation going around about how the coronavirus can spread and how long it can survive on various surfaces. When you're reactivating a vessel, how will you ensure that there's no danger of infection? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, as uh, what is being practiced around the world today, there is a 14-day quarantine period uh, enabling, let's say, the, the virus or a potential infection to burn out. So uh, what we do now is uh, if there are any vessels which are going to be reactivated. First of all, we are checking all the people who are on board these vessels. Secondly, uh, from the time or when the vessel will be reactivated, we will not uh, do any maintenance activity on the vessel for the last uh, 14 days prior to uh, the vessel leaving. So that, that's an added uh, precaution. And then, uh, of course, all the joining crew will also be subject to uh, testing before uh, being allowed on board. Okay, that's great. That's quite a lot of precaution that you're taking there. A lot of the ships these days are more complex with dual fuel and hybrid propulsion systems, ballast water treatment systems, and perhaps even scrubbers. What impact does this have on the technical layup requirements for vessels? Uh, the requirements for laying up a vessel, especially in cold layup, in other words, a longer period, uh, does require that we uh, shut down the vessel uh, properly according to maker's instructions uh, and all, all the manuals uh, and all this. And this is done very, uh, this is done in tight collaboration with the ship owners and uh, their crews. So uh, this has not been a problem. So, so basically, it is about following what you should be doing. So uh, once this is done, uh, our task is then to maintain that the environment is moisture-free, and uh, this is to uh, avoid uh, any corrosion or, or any problems on electronics or, or in the system. 
Okay, and how do you ensure optimal vessel performance once it's reactivated? Uh, once we receive a uh, reactivation order, then then it's about, uh, let me say, starting up the vessel again. And then uh, again, it's back to following makers, instructions, procedures, systems to do this in a proper uh, manner and sequence. But uh, one must not underestimate the requirements of maintaining the vessel during layup. And this is, I think, something which we stress quite a lot. Uh, it's like uh, uh, it's maintaining the vessel to, to a minimum standard whilst in layup, uh, not overusing any funds, but, but just keeping it uh, in shape so that when the day comes for reactivation, it, there's not uh, such a Hercules task to, to get it back up and running. Okay. So can you just tell me the most important things that you think that everybody should be considering about vessel layup at this time? Uh, first of all, uh, considering laying up your, your vessel is, is a very serious uh, decision to make. It, it's, uh, it has a serious financial impact on any ship owner taking their vessels out of operation. But of course, the alternative might be even more costly. So if, if the decision is to put uh, an asset into layup, of course, choosing the uh, correct layup provider, uh, and by correct, I mean one who is certified by class. Uh, if, if you do find a layup provider with a certified location, uh, what we also see is that a number of insurance companies will give a discount or the rebate on insurance after the vessel has been in layup for three months. Uh, choosing the ideal location, of course, is uh, very important. Uh, by ideal location, that again is a little bit back to the ship trading pattern, where it is, where it most probably will be reactivated, and where it will most probably start trading again. And um, I would actually say that uh, at least I can just say what we are experiencing is that we have actually not received any at any one time so many requests for proposals for layup as we are receiving these days or these weeks. Uh, layup slots are normally on the first come first served basis. So if anybody has already concluded that they are going to put their vessels in layup, I would certainly recommend uh, securing a slot. Um, that, that that I would uh, actually say. How how big is the jump in the number of inquiries you've had? Uh, the last uh, couple of weeks, I'd say we've given uh, offers to close to uh, 80, 90 vessels. That is a lot. It is a lot, yeah. Which is not good, but uh, so so we're of course hoping that this uh, situation blows over. Uh, having your vessels in uh, layup is never a good uh, never a good situation. That's right. Is there anything else that you think is interesting or important at the moment, Carl? I think I would say that uh, with the situation we have today, a layup, or rather hot layup, is probably a practical approach if, again, somebody has taken or made the decision to lay up their vessel and then uh, keep it in hot layup uh, and hoping that things will change to the better. And if not, it's very easy just to move that into cold layup. Okay, thank you, Carl. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Okay, thanks, Dr. Wendy, and uh, stay safe down there. Thank you for listening to In the Know, the Maritime Executive Magazine podcast. We hope you'll join us again for our next exciting discussion on maritime technology, business, and policy. In the meantime, 
Please visit us online at www.maritime-executive.com for the latest news and views from around the industry.